Hi, this is Ashley Collins, Managing Director UK for Jovio, the global leader in programmatic recruitment advertising. I want to talk to you about our efforts in helping get the world back to work. We want to help you find the high quality candidates you need both during and after this crisis to get the workforce back to pre-crisis levels and expedite the economic recovery. This isn't about deploying people. It's about saving lives and families. We're offering our job advertising platform free of charge until the COVID-19 situation is under control. We're also offering additional candidate applications and traffic at zero cost. Join us in getting the world back to work. To learn more, visit Jovio.com. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Welcome to Deathmatch North America 2020, which took place at TA Tech on May 19th. For all of you newbies out there who have never experienced Deathmatch, Deathmatch is a competition which pits four innovative early stage companies against one another. Only one can win and emerge with the coveted Deathmatch chain of champions. This Chad and Cheese Deathmatch episode features Adam Chambers, founder and CEO at AppliChat. COVID-19 might have locked us all in our homes, but never fear. The home bars are still stocked. Pints were flowing and Chad and Cheese questions and slurring was happening. Luckily, Jovio's CEO, KJ, stepped in to provide a smart and sensible judging voice to this TA Tech event. Enjoy while Adam pitches Apple Chat, then ducks, bobs, and weaves for the balance of his 15 minutes on the virtual death mat stage. And we're back. It's... Deathmatch. Today we have Adam Chambers, CEO and fledgling founder, I think he just got out of diapers, of AppliChat. You have two minutes to pitch. Adam, are you ready? <laughs> yes. Arriba. Right. In three, two. Almost 10 times more professionals go on Facebook and Instagram every single day than all the job boards combined. But job boards are the least clicked out of any category across all the sites. Successful campaigns require time and brain part to craft. Per targeting means the hordes of unqualified applicants and crucially, 98% of Facebook's ad revenue comes from mobile clicks. So making people leave the platform for your non-optimized career site turns otherwise interested talent away to the next photo of Chad Sowash in his dressing gown raising your cost per application. It's lost revenue and lost opportunities on the world's largest pool of passive candidates. That's where AppliChat comes in. We help solve the wastage and frustration of in-house teams not getting enough qualified applicants by sourcing, automatically pre-screening, and allocating candidates directly to recruiters' workflow via ATS or calendar. Candidates click our ads, you hire them. It's a three-step process. Recruiters cannot create a desire for a job. We can only take the hopes, the dreams, and desires which already exist in candidates' minds. That's our approach to writing job ads. We use candidate and competitor research to create the ads in the creative and launch them. People who click the ads are introduced to a messenger chatbot, which makes sure that unqualified people cannot apply and they can also apply through conversation. 
And if qualified, someone can make an application through Messenger, book an interview straight away, or be sent to a pre-filled -applica pre application form. This all takes on place on the same interface they're used to talking to their friends, girlfriends, husbands, wife, where love, long, longing, desire, and joy take place. So our best results have seen a 50% drop in cost per hire and a decrease in interview no-show by 40%, coupled with a 300% rise in application to hire rate for an in-house team of 12 locations. So if you can't fill your roles or if you're getting hordes of unqualified candidates for your role, Add me on LinkedIn, Adam Chambers. Let's have a chat and uh, we'll be able to help you solve your problems. That's happy chat. Booyah! Good job. All right, KJ, come back yeah. on board. You've got the first question, buddy. So, uh, and if I understood right, you guys do Facebook advertising and then lead the person to a Facebook chat environment to get the applications filled and put that into the ATS? Yes, exactly. And what are the conversion rates you've typically seen and which categories do you think it is very effective? Is it really, is like, is it something that will work universally or is it only for certain categories? So we think um, the niches we target are hard to fill roles, but roles which also have a lot of candidates in the market. For example, we're targeting nursing in the USA at the moment. In the past, we've targeted very niche, hard to fill roles. And to be honest, they haven't worked out too successfully because of the targeting. We look for roles in which there's a shortage of the people who do them. So as I said, nurses, truck drivers, that sort of thing, um, where everyone's advertising on job boards and really our clients need to get away from that and use Facebook. Yep. That's so what right out of the gate, I heard job boards suck. Uh, so Apply Chat is solely on Facebook. Is that correct? Or are you guys using other platforms right now? Yeah, so we use Facebook, Instagram and the Facebook ad network. And the Facebook ad network basically lets you advertise on applications, news sites, and a lot of websites as well. And about a billion people are exposed to those ads each month. So it's four or five different platforms we advertise on. Okay, so th there's always been this split between work and home. Uh, do you feel like that has gone away entirely? Because what you're talking about is the emotion and the, messen the messenger that you always use uh, with your girlfriend, with your, with your wife, with your boyfriend, mm. whatever it is. It, so are, are you seeing all of that break down and you were just using one messenger and that messenger you're hoping is Facebook? So I don't think it's, it's broken down the, the difference between work and home. I, I've learned that people are willing to learn about jobs through social media. We actually recognize that difference and we recognize people aren't going to be ready to send a CV right away. And that's why we use the chatbot to bring them into the funnel and have an, like an automated conversation with them. So I don't think so. Um, and from what we've seen, people are actually willing to do it and they're not, uh, they're not being more closed than they would on an application form. They're actually being a bit more open. Adam, much like a glorious castle from your homeland in Ireland, yeah. the best have a solid moat. You can't get through it. Does your technology have a solid moat on it? Or can any Tom, Dick, or Harry set something like this up. It's not unique. There's nothing proprietary about it. Talk about how unique what you do is and how hard, how hard it is to replicate what you do. Sure. So that was something which Chad shot me for in my podcast interview. And I, I've been thinking about it quite a lot. Uh, we've brought in something where 
we essentially add on an automated follow-up system to the chatbot, which we've created. It's true that anyone create a Facebook guy, anyone create a chatbot. What we've done is we brought in that automated follow-up, which follows up over email and text over a 12-month period. Both of that on to our dedicated ad creating team and our, ad, our chatbot creating team. We bring the three together and you'll struggle to find an agency or a team who have those three in place. I'm not saying it's impossible to copy us and I invite people to do it, but in the in that combination, it's very difficult to emulate that without uh, working at it as long as we have. He listens. What? Well, when you speak, I listen. <laughs> Unlike Joel, KJ. My mom told me to. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. So uh, typically, uh, uh, Adam, with experience and data, we have seen that Facebook advertising generally turns out to be one of the more expensive ones as compared to the job boards. And uh, uh, even though you provide an end-to-end -end solution of not just creating uh, a click, but also an apply, my challenge is that talent acquisition professionals will judge you based on your you know, cost per application or mm. things like that. How do you, how do you think you're going to uh, uh, climb that mountain, right? Because you're never going to come at par with the, the big job boards out there. Yeah, exactly. And I did face that problem last week in a sales call uh, where they said the job board's way cheaper. How we're positioning the agency now is we're going after certain niches within recruitment who aren't getting sufficient candidates from job boards and who we can use that we can target on Facebook. So that's why I've been talking about nurses. We're running a nursing campaign and we got 20 nurses interested in the role within 48 hours, qualified RNs. And that's pretty much unheard of in terms of job boards at the moment. So in terms of like the cost comparison, if you're using a job board and you're getting five candidates, if you use us, if you can get 15 or 20, even though it may be more expensive, the value out of getting more candidates and filling more roles far outweighs the amount that you would spend because you're not even getting those candidates from the job board. So are you still creating six ads per job in creating those stories? Yeah, so how, how we've sort of changed that is we create as many as we need to hit a certain application number. Okay. So with the nursing campaign I refer to, we just have two ads up. We're going to be launching a campaign in a couple of weeks where we're going to do 20 or 30 videos, which are uh, targeting like a very broad funnel. Who creates, really, who creates those videos though? Who creates, who creates the content overall? Yeah, so in terms of the videos, we're working with another partner who can create them on their platform. And then okay. whenever we're creating text and images, then we create those. Okay, so who sets up the campaigns? You and your team? Yeah, so we set everything up. If we need to use another technology, we can employ that technology, but it's all, it's all done by us. Okay, so how are you making that more scalable uh, for the future so that you can take on more clients? In terms of scalability, we are trying to target just sort of one sort of job at a time. So I keep referring back to the nurses. We're trying to take on a hospital in each state in the USA who need to hire more nurses. With that, we can replicate our, our funnels and our campaigns and we can yeah. get really good at it. I'd like yeah. to do that for truck drivers as well um, and just do a state at a time. So that's how you scale it and that's how you get assistance to actually copy and paste rather than me having to sit in my, my throne and give orders. Everyone in Ireland has a throne, right? All right. So uh, the move to healthcare, was that a coronavirus inspired pivot or was that always the objective or is that just where you're, you're getting, you're finding the most acceptance? That was before coronavirus, but we're finding a lot of more success during the virus. I just sort of looked at the market and I wanted to see uh, where is a candidate driven market where people are struggling to hire 
and uh, where can we target people on Facebook and where can I actually enjoy targeting like what's going to make me happy and make my employees happy and we chose healthcare. So let's talk about employees for a second. We both Chad and I have noticed because you apparently told them to go follow everyone that is a, a thought leader in recruitment. So I, we both noticed that you've been hiring folks. What is their role? What's your growth strategy going forward? Uh, are you looking to raise money? Talk about that. I'm working with three people at the moment too or for prospecting. The way I see it is I need to fill my, my funnel with 10, 20, 30 leads a week so we can grow. And that's that's the focus. We can have a scalable offer, such as this nursing funnel where we can offer to a hospital in each state. I've also got a white labeler who will run the ads for us as well, who's going to be employed under me in the future. So in terms of the growth strategy, like I'm not going to seek funding. What I want to do is scale an offer to the same type of employer in, say, 30, 40, 50 different states, and then we'll grow organically through that. I actually want to take myself out of the business, so I spend like 10 hours a week in it. So you can enjoy your throne, right? KJ. (laughs) So you're not looking to raise money then if you're looking to have more me time? No, I'm not looking to raise money, but if you've got some spare change, it's always appreciated. (laughs) Chad makes all the money, dude. Talk to him. All right. You know, a a, a question that's pretty relevant in pretty much any HR tech provider is the ATS integration. Now, there are two types of uh, 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 categories of of, of companies, right? I would say that one which uh, have moved to a cost per lead basis where you have a landing page and the other is where you need to go into a complete application form on the ATS to be actually be considered for the job in the first place. Recruiters won't touch a candidate unless it's in the ATS completely. Now, that's where the problem is. Um, what do you do about those categories, right? So cost per lead is still about 5-10% of the market, predominant by truck drivers and nurses. Go into the supply process and do it all, all over there. How are you going to address that, right? You can't fill out an application and have a recruiter look at it unless it is a complete ATS. Yeah, so there's two ways that we can approach the ATS integration. Number one is to do an integration through the API. Um, we've done that in the past and it does take a while to do it. The second part is we can create a form within some ATSs, which we can then pre-fill with information that people put into the messenger. So whenever they click apply, they go under the form, it's pre-filled with the messenger information and then they click it and it goes into the ATS. They're the two methods. I think the latter is what's worked, um, but it's, it's certainly a problem which I want to improve our response to going forward. And it's, as you mentioned, is a big problem in the industry. And that's what we're going to be sort of focusing on as we grow as well. I'd like to hire someone who can actually do more of those API integrations. That's right. And I'm just saying, Adam, uh, sometimes it's best to know, it's wise to know which battles to pick. And maybe maybe all you need to do is uh, integrate that uh, data into the CRMs and not the ATS. Uh, that's going to be a long haul. Sorry. Okay. Thanks. So on the website in talking through this, uh, you know, AppleChat is a recruitment advertising business. So it seems like you're taking a dump on the ad agency's front porch. Uh, don't you believe that, that they could actually be your best advocates, not to mention the best opportunity for acquisition? Uh, what ad agencies are you talking about? Recruitment ad agencies. Uh, could you give me an example of one? Yeah, TMP Worldwide, Symphony Talent, Shaker Recruitment Marketing. 
uh, all the ones <laughs> okay, okay. that do this for a living in our space. And not to mention, I'll just throw this out there real quick. TMP made four, I think it was four acquisitions last year alone. To be honest, that like acquisition wasn't something I thought of whenever I conceptualized the business. And we just wanted to provide value to- What about market. revenue streams though? These guys could actually be channel partners to be able to drive revenue into your organization. That's one of the things, if you piss off big recruitment ad agencies, uh, you mm -hmm. might not get those hospitals because they actually, again, Shaker, they focus on nursing in some areas. So yeah. you might not get into those, those companies or those organizations because uh, you look like a competitor. Don't you risk that? Like, I, don't, I don't think it's a risk. I think we're just doing our thing. Uh, I mean, I don't know how I would come up with a strategy we can be uh, not subservient, but I bring that in the account. And go to market strategy with the agencies might be a good idea. Yes, yes, I, I agree. Uh, and my second question is, you talk about, you talk about the ghosting. I got to get this in. You talk about anti-ghosting. What is the anti-ghosting magic? Do you guys message afterwards? What is it? Yeah, so as I mentioned, we can do Facebook Messenger follow-ups, email follow-ups, and text follow-ups. And we can extend that over a period of 12 months if needs be. And that's it. Look for more episodes of Deathmatch, this Chad and Cheese podcast series devoted to lifting up startups in the recruitment technology space. Subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. For more, visit chadcheese.com. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.